Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place for free. Record from anywhere, unlimited free hosting, one-click distribution, podcast with friends, family, and all at one axis of a click. Happiness keeps you sweet, trials keep you strong, sorrows keep you human, failures keep you humble, success keeps you glowing, but only faith keeps you going. Welcome to the Vax Box, where we be happy, live simple, get vaxxed, and live longer. I'm your boy, the Scripted Poet. Wagwan people. Disturbing new modelling in the US suggests COVID infections and deaths could soon return to levels not seen since of the Americans January peak. remain firmly opposed to vaccination. I just don't think that I need it. So Most of my family have been vaccinated and, you know, they've been pushing me and pushing me and I've been putting it off, but the Delta variant kind of scares me. So. Unvaccinated would just come in, get vaccinated tomorrow. Within two weeks, Nationally, cases are up about 30% week over week, according to the latest CDC data. This week, 34-year-old Stephen Harmon, a member of Hillsong Church who mocked COVID vaccines, died from the virus in a California hospital. COVID-19, otherwise called Pete Pablo or covid Several names. Many have questioned the origin, like where did this come from? And there was this great myth going around that this started in China. Some went as far as saying it started in 2015. Some even went as far just this is all 5G related and the whole works. While I'm no conspiracist, I'm no theorist, I really don't know where this thing came from. And as I was looking online, even in the initial stage, the truth is a lot of people really don't know where it came from. Nobody has a solid answer. Nobody can give you something that's affirmative. So you will always have those people talking about, oh, hey, this is man-made. This is bird-made. This is God-scented. Who knows? All I know really, though, is that if God didn't want it to happen, it would not have happened. And that's really not what we're going to talk about right now, though. However, we have several situations or several cases where aggressive measures are being put into place. And before we get into all of that, this whole thing started one Friday. I went in for work and I just saw everybody just going crazy. And because I'm in administration for most part, I start off my day working in administration. So I remember walking into chaos, literally remember walking into that. And that's how the day was. I had to be talking to students and they're like, we're going home, aren't we? Mr. We're going home. We're going home, Mr. I said, yes, you are going home, but we don't know for how long. But rest assured that we will have a system in place and there's technology available and we can all just work through that. And I remember comforting them verbally, letting them know that, hey, I know it's going to be different, but we can get through this. We're here. You have our numbers. You have our emails. We can connect. And not really how we thought everything would have been for, what, 17 months later? Not how we thought of it. But it happened in the sense where I could have seen the devastation that how it has impacted the world, how it has impacted the nation. And geographically speaking, I can speak for LA here because this is where I live. And it, it did take a huge hit 
family members lost loved ones i lost one of my great uncles through this and it was hard i lost a friend from church and that took a huge toll on us because it's nothing that we expected we just celebrated this person's birthday and we saw this person last on social media and they were okay and they just went there's nothing to compensate for grief nothing compensates for it it's one of the hardest things in life. People says it takes time and with time it gets better. But there are days when it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks when you just don't know if you're going to make it through that period. And it's rather surprising that you can say, okay, a virus caused this. Virus had taken the rooftops of our lives, literally stripped us of everything. And we're left to finish a puzzle with a piece that's still missing. So who solves that? How do we get that together? Is there ever going to be a sense of normalcy? Are we ever going to be able to meet together and talk together and get together? That's a question not everybody knows how to answer. But I said all this to relate to the point where each state or country dealt with the situation as best as they possibly could, I would I'd presume or assume. But in Los Angeles, I recall while other states were being vaccinated or vaccines were being available to other states. For us, it was literally a tug of war just for people to get vaccinated. It was never about vaccines here. You can get it if you want it. No, but we, I understand that we had to start from like those who are more prone, which would be the older people. We had to take care of them. But however, we still had people who were denied that opportunity or information was not really passed out to them. Yes, a lot of people watch television or they're always on their phone, but when information is only being disseminated through Channel 5 News or whatever the major news networks are here, what happened to those who don't watch the news, who gets depressed by just simply watching the news? What happens to them? How do they know that information is available and they can do this with this? How do they know this? What takes them through that process? So when I looked at it, I was a bit perturbed or disturbed because I saw where technology has come a very far way. And there's a lot that could have been done with this information that we had available, where text messages could have been used earlier to get information across to people. Methods could have been in place. Well, I had a firsthand experience where I know somebody who works in the medical field and she got emotional because at the end of her shift, vaccines were being wasted because she had to be turning people away because of the restrictions that were placed and some people just were not even on the list or registered to receive this, which added another level of chaos because we found that people started lining up outside and even though they're being turned away, they were getting angry because of the system and because they weren't able to participate or get the necessary thing that they needed, they took it out on somebody else and this could have easily been avoided had the information been readily available or transmitted to the public that, hey, vaccines are available. 
Fast forward to almost a year later, a few months later, where we could see where text messages were coming in. I had text messages on top of text messages, even after I've been fully vaccinated. There were text messages coming in and it was all about vaccine and all these campaigns were now being put into place. When in the get-go had we put that campaign in place or acted on that, things would have been different. Well, could have been different because who's to say it could have been different but we never used it. Life is short. So taking five years, figuratively speaking, to address a situation when our crisis control should have already been heightened. And I always say this, my grandmother always said it, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Though this disease came from unexpected, it came unexpectedly. There still was not, I don't believe, and I could be wrong. I could be very wrong for this. I don't believe that we did, that I, I didn't see it exercised where an effective crisis control plan was in place. And I mean, after a month or two, one could possibly say, okay, yeah, we understand that there's a need for this. But after a month or two in this situation, you should have something in place. It should not be a maze to get to this information. So it's looking at that. I'm Jamaican for most of you. When I looked at how Jamaica started out, their restrictions were way more heightened than the US, than even California. They had an app in place to track people. You had to do quarantine for a certain amount of days. If you're coming into the country, you still had to apply to enter the country. And it was just a tight system that was in place. And when I looked at it, I was really, really proud to see how that um, played out because they were able to have a grip on the information or on the system. And it took a while for numbers to actually rise, but it was a commendable system. Though they did not have the amount of vaccines that the US had access to, whenever they finally got it, information was being transmitted at a faster pace because they knew, okay, the severity of the situation. And though they had a vaccine that was really frowned upon by many because CDC and, and WHO had to put a stop on the distribution of a particular vaccine because the side effects was a bit concerning. Citizens actually still had information that, hey, these are available. Yes, there's a possible side effect, but... And the list continued. So it's looking at situations like that where we literally had a problem that could have, I want to eliminated, but it would not have escalated as quickly had officials taken the necessary precautions and actually adhere to what they were preaching, you know? That would have helped tremendously as it would have stopped a lot of cases. And I know that people live for entertainment, but when you practice these safety methods or precautionary methods, you live a day longer to tell a tale. Personally, it's, this is a, I'd probably say it's a monumental moment because it's something that you remember. It's, it's historical. You're always going to remember this. And I want to be able to tell my grandchildren or my children that, oh, this was a moment when this happened and this is how we went through it. And, you know, it's something that should be written in the history book.
books just as World War II and the Great Depression and all that is written in the history books and they're taught in the classrooms. This is one of those for history. Not saying that we are a perfect nation. Yes, in God we trust. We all make mistakes. Thank God for grace because it's by grace that we're all saved, right? And we're all humans and the only perfect person we know is God himself. So perfection, not so much human, but we know the most perfect or the author of perfection and we know what he's capable of. So it's been confident of the fact that he who hath begun a good work is able to complete it. It's exercising the faith and the trust that we sing about on a daily basis. I don't know, I kind of went off on a tangent a little bit, but I have to look at things from both spiritual and physical because God is the author and the finisher of our faith. And, you know, we are living our purpose. We're finding our purpose here on earth. And if we walk and not consider about our brother or sister or think about the safety of our brother and sister, then that's rather selfish. It's rather selfish. Not wearing a mask is rather selfish. Yes, you got vaccinated, but there's somebody else who probably cannot get vaccinated because of health reasons. So they just have to either stay in a bubble. So when you know that you are possibly infected or you've been exposed and you put yourself in a situation to add to that number and expose somebody else, that's not Speaking which so it's looking at the effect how effective communication is even being used across the world and in fact let me be more specific let let me look at um los angeles and new york i have friends and family members who live in new york but it's having conversations with them and seeing the news and seeing the effect of COVID-19 and the persuasive techniques that are being utilized there leaves me to question, hey, LA, what are we doing? What are we not doing, LA? Yes, we're a city of champion. Well, England is a city of champions, but LA is a nation to itself. You know, it's a whole thing. And I believe that now I can see the improvements of how the persuasive techniques are being used you know, the sweepstakes and how Krispy Kreme still offers a donut per day if you've been vaccinated. And there are the sweepstakes that you are eligible for, you're being entered in once you've been vaccinated. And now LA has taken or gone to the step where they're taking precautionary measures where health workers and government workers are now being tasked with providing proof of vaccination. And it's like, you're not at the point where you're being forced. I mean, could this have been avoided? Uh, I think so. Have we done that? Not really, but we're getting there and I can applaud efforts because we expect we're humans and we expect grace. We experience we want to experience God's mercy. But how much do we extend to our brothers and sisters? How much do we extend to our officials? How much do we pray for our officials? We vote for them, yes, but voting is not all. Yes, voting is crucial and it's your right to exercise your right to freedom. It's your action. Yes, that's awesome. But do you pray for your leaders? How often do you pray for your leaders? What happens when your leaders don't meet your expectations? Do you love them less or do you still pray for them? That's a question that we should all take into consideration. Something we should all think about. So when New York returned to normalcy or to a level of normalcy before LA, did they also took a stance 
to say, hey, health officials, we have to do this. Our government officials, we have to do this. You have to provide proof of vaccination. We have to just do what we have to do because we have to protect everybody. You have to protect. We have a nation we have to protect. So I'm saying all of this for you to consider. Be more mindful of your actions. Be mindful of your actions. Wear your mask. Play your part. Get vaccinated. Sanitize. Observe your six feet apart. Observe your social distance. Don't bend the rules to accommodate friends. If you know this is something that's detrimental, play your part. Be responsible. When you do that, somebody live a day longer to tell a tale. You live a day longer to tell a tale. Have you lived your full life? Have you fulfilled your purpose? Don't abort your purpose because you decided to be selfish. Be mindful of those who are around you because there's more to life. There's more that God requires of us. It's our civic duty to look out for our brothers and sisters. I know the pandemic has really taken a toll on how we act, how we think, how we interact, even how we go about our daily lives. I know sometimes we feel like, look, this is it. We can't even deal with this no more. Oftentimes, I myself wonder, wait, how much longer do I have to stay in this mask situation? How much longer do I have to stay away from people, treat them as though they are infected? How much longer will the economy survive with what's actually happening? How much longer will I keep my eyes open with a matchstick? How much longer will I be on a job hunt? How much longer will that mother even worry about (laughs) where the next meal is coming from in addition to an economy that's already broken? These are some questions we ask. Really, we don't really have the answer. But essentially, it takes an attitude of perseverance. It takes an attitude of trust. It takes action of telling people that, hey, you need to wear your mask. You need to get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, we can we can chill, we can talk, we can't interact. We just keep it keep it on the internet, keep it virtual as we've been doing for the last seventeen months. Because when you expose yourself to something, you make room for somebody else to be infected. And truth be told, the next person that could be affected could be the person closest, most valuable or dearest to your heart. And in one careless move, you can lose that person with just one person deciding not to wear a mask. One person knowing that they're infected, but hey, it's more important to go out and have fun. One person thinking that, hey, if I keep my distance, I'll be okay. I just need to just be there to go have some fun. It won't last if we do what we need to do. But the longer we play or we employ a spirit of arrogance, the longer we'll have to suffer with this. And I know that America, we don't have curfews, but if you take a few minutes of your busy day, you can look into Jamaica, can actually lead you to the Jamaica website and you can see they now have curfews. In fact, they've been under a curfew for the longest and it's (laughs) what? Like it drives a whole lot of them crazy. I experienced that firsthand and it's not the best thing to work and you have to be home by 8 p.m. You cannot leave the house until 5 a.m. How does that work? living on an island with sea, sand, food, fun, but you have to be trapped in the closet at home. Not the best experience. So I implore you, do what's right, play your part, as together we eradicate or terminate this virus that has been plaguing our nation. Let's play our part, help our city, help our government officials, say thank you and help 
or health officials protect your family let peace reign let peace intelligence and bravery begin with you so we'll dive a little bit more into this stay tuned for episode two and three i want to hear what you think i want you to share your thoughts with me so what you're gonna do you are going to head on over to twitter at the scripted point and you're gonna share your responses with us you're gonna do that on twitter you're also gonna do that on facebook at the scripted point or even below you can leave your comments below and tell me what you think about it do you think that la is doing enough to eradicate covid are the persuasive techniques effective or can they be improved or even for my listeners in new york what do you think do you think new york is doing enough how do you feel are you feeling safe what are you doing to help or prevent the spread of COVID-19 or Peter Pablo. What are you doing to eradicate that? So let me know and be sure to like, share, and even subscribe because we are on YouTube as well. So be sure to like, share, subscribe, and follow share this with somebody and remember that we try to be happy live safe and be a brother's keeper as you go because in everything remember that happiness keeps you sweet trials keep you strong sorrows keep you human failures keep you humble success keeps you glowing but only faith keeps you going be happy live safe get vexed and live longer have a great productive socially distanced amazing wait what else you name it you do that you play your part as we continue remember it's the scripted point on all social media platforms the scripted point and stay tuned for episode two on anchor all right thank you bye-bye Coming up on the next episode, we'll take a little time to speak with a healthcare professional. We'll hear a little bit of what her experience is, how it's been going, her concerns, and of course, we have to see how that affects the economy and what suggestions she has in my mind, you know, can suggest. So, we have that coming up. We also will be hearing from... Mm, do I actually... Am I ready to give that to you? You know what? <laughs> Tune in next week to hear what we're gonna talk about and who we're gonna talk about. As always, stay safe, be happy, keep your distance, get vaxxed, and live long.